Welcome to the Thrive and Shine Wellness Podcast. I am your host, Sabrina Orkies. This week on the podcast, we are discussing eliminating toxins from your body, your environment, from everything. You know, there are so many things that we use on a day-to-day basis, whether it's um, lotion, body wash, um, cleaners, the food we put in our body, there's everything is just filled with chemicals. And so today, talking to Christy on the podcast, she gives a lot of tips and a lot of helpful information to kind of explain and help you be able to like kind of remove some of the things. And, you know, I think that like whenever I tell people that I don't like if I use something that's like a more natural product as far as like cleaning, like a cleaning supplies, or if it's um, something like lotion or something like that, I'm very um, aware of like lotions and body wash because this our skin is our largest organ in our body. So it absorbs everything, obviously everything that we put on it and then everything that is around us. So I put lotion on every single day. So that's one thing that I make sure is completely um, toxin free, um, has is made completely natural. Um, and I also love it too, because it helps support small businesses, a lot of small businesses, local businesses, um, create those kind of products as well. Also, you know, when it comes to cleaning supplies, you might think, oh, well, if I don't get, you know, this name brand thing or the strong stuff that we are, it's not going to get my my bathroom clean or it's not going to get my dishes clean. That's not the case at all. I have, you know, over the course of a few years, I have like gradually moved over uh, from different things. I still use some like cleaning products that have um, chemicals in them, but not that many, but I think it's all about just reducing for me, like reducing how much um, goes into our bodies, how much, you know, is on my skin. Um, it just really makes a big difference. And, you know, today's podcast, Christy talks about like how she struggled with infertility and she, the doctor that she happened to go to, or one of the doctors that she happened to go to finally brought up the fact about uh, or the that it could be a problem, the environmental toxins around her. So when she started eliminating things, um, she ended up getting pregnant. So it was um, a big eye-opener opener for her, and I think what also helped make her so passionate about what she does. Also, you know, this, um, we talk about it in the episode today, too, is organic foods where, you know, I feel like it's like we're constantly going back and forth by organic or not by organic, you know, what's, what's the right thing to do. And so she talks about that as well, gives some great tips. Um, you know, there are some things that she said she buys organic and doesn't, and some things she's not as strict about and she tells you why. And it's, um, some really great tips. Um, so I also wanted to give an update on my daughter. She finally went to therapy and um, for, you know, anxiety, kind of having like mild panic attacks sometimes in stressful situations. And she um, loved her therapist. Um, obviously, she's only been to like one appointment. We're going weekly for a while. And she um, hopefully will get some, get the tools that she needs to work through her, you know, what she struggles with. I feel super relieved that she liked her therapist and she, after we all talked as a family, she went in there and, or she stayed in there with a the therapist by herself. And I literally was just 
couldn't be more proud of her. I, I just felt like that that was just a big moment because she's, she can be timid around new people and very shy and nervous. So, um, but once she gets to know you, it's, it's all downhill. <laughs> but anyway, she, um, her, her therapist was great. She had all kinds of like art and toys and coloring and, and, you know, my daughter loves art, like loves, loves, loves it. And of course she had poppets and all kids love poppets. You can't go wrong with those. So they had a great time and hopefully it was a good like first session and hopefully we can um, get her um, over the hill on some of the issues that she's struggling with. I'm glad that we are starting this at a young age so that she'll have the tools that she needs um, later on in life or whenever she has um, an issue that she's struggling with. Um, she'll be able to work through different situations a, a little better, you know, <clears throat> since she struggles so much. But anyways, um, I hope you all enjoy the episode today and I hope you have a great week. Hey, Christy, how are you today? I'm good. Hi, Sabrina. I'm so excited to have you on and share your journey with us. Um, you have a lot to share. Um, you have struggled with infertility, and I know that a lot of my listeners have the same, you know, issues and are always looking for any sort of help that they can give to or any tips that can be given to help them on their infertility journey. Um, would you like to share yours with us? Sure. Um, so when we um, like start talking about infertility and I have two kids now, um, but so this has been, I want to say at least 15 years ago, because, um, you know, you, you think you do everything right. Um, well, you, you do everything right and you know you're doing everything right mm -hmm. and you're healthy, you're exercising, you're, you know, you live clean um, and you have regular periods every month. Mm -hmm. So you're thinking, okay, nothing's wrong. Um, you know, some, some women don't even track their, their periods. They're just like, oh, it's come, it's here right now. And you don't know if it's long or short, but you just like, okay, it's that time of the month. And most women, when they do, when they miss that, that's when they start getting the clue that, okay, how come, you know, it seems like it's been a while mm -hmm. and you don't even know when the last time you had a cycle. Um, so, what, but for me, and I was in that same boat as well. I just wait for every month. I don't have a specific date. I may be like, oh, it's the second week <laughs> of every month. Um, mm -hmm. And but since it was regular, I was thinking, OK, it's normal. Nothing is wrong. And then get married. And then three years later, still not pregnant. <laughs> mm. It's a common, um, common thing for a lot of people. Yeah. So then now, um, well, you say now it's common because a lot more women are speaking up about it. Mm -hmm. Whereas back then it feels like, um, kind of like we were talking about, it's, it's like you have this scarlet letter on mm -hmm. you that everyone else is having a baby and you're not. Mm -hmm. And you have baby shower invitations after another, you're helping plan the baby shower for your friends. And then here you are. And then it's almost like someone asks you, oh, when are you having a baby? At first, some women will say, well, you know, we're not ready yet. And it, it does. It takes courage to say, we've been trying and it hasn't happened. Yeah. Most women deny it because there is there's a, a shame 
that's associated with it because, oh, what's wrong with you? What did you do that you're, mm-hmm. you're not a mom yet, that you're not getting pregnant? Mm-hmm. So that comes with, you know, it, it comes with an emotional and mental and um, physiological toll on mm-hmm. you. Because then, and then a woman goes through this roller coaster of emotions. And then like, what do you fix first? You fix your body, you fix your emotion, you take care mm-hmm. of your relationship with your husband or your partner. And do you do mindset work? And mm-hmm. it's almost like when you're going through infertility, you have to kind of address everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. But then since you feel alone and you feel like you have no one to talk to, it's like you're just grasping for, for straws. Yes. So, so after you, so you went three years mm-hmm. um, struggling with infertility. Do you feel mm-hmm. like you had a support system? No, I didn't have a support system. So what happened I, after that, after the three years? I started looking for answers. I started um, researching. I started looking online. I started um, not really as much online, but just what is whatever is um, like the resources that are available. Mm-hmm. And so what I ended up, and I wasn't a medical professional back then. I had some medical background, right. but um, I was not a nurse when I was doing my research. So I was printing everything. I was I had my own binder of resources. Um, and then I ended up seeing at least three different um, specialists. I had my OBGYN mm-hmm. and then I had my family practice provider. And then I went and saw a naturopath. And she was the key for me because she had looked at the other side of things that no one else was addressing. Yes, I love that. She had looked at, you know, she took a long history of me, like um, what was my previous career because I was in the military. Mm-hmm. And and then she said, well, you know, a lot of my patients who were in the military, they actually have a heavy burden of heavy metals. Wow. And I was like, really? <laughs> That's awesome that she even yeah. like thought of that. Yeah. So, and she said, and that can be associated with infertility. That may not be our, the answer for me, but I felt like that was the start to me opening up this whole new side of things that, wait, it's not about just waiting. It's not about just medications. And there's other things that need to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, like with everything else in order for, um, for a woman to get pregnant, you have to have your body ready. Mm-hmm. Your body has to be healthy. And and to get it healthy, it's not just losing weight. It's not just exercising. There's a whole lot of things that you, it's kind of like if you're trying to invite a guest to your house, you want everything to be clean so they're comfortable. Yes, that's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, you just don't want, okay, you just don't open the door and say, okay, come on in. And where are they going to sit? Where are they going to relax? How are you going to feed them? Are they mm-hmm. even going to have a good time? So if you think of your womb as a house, you want it ready and clean and optimized, ready for baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I felt like that was the start. I started with the heavy metal. Um, It wasn't chelation is what the term. And then 
She looked into my thyroid. And then I looked more into things that I can change besides just going to see her. So I, I, I cleaned up my diet, but I wasn't really even living unhealthy to begin with. Right. Which is why I was like, well, it's not like I have all these changes. But so then I went and dug deeper. A lot of the products that I use have um, have the chemicals that are now that we're finding out are called endocrine disruptors. Mm. Um, the lotions, the soaps. I I like good smelling products. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, the cost comes with, okay, there's extra chemicals to make them smell good, feel good. Um, and then it really, it affects, it affects how our hormones, um, you want to say the word, how, our, how they fire, or how they work. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I describe how the endocrine disruptors work to people, it's kind of like, um, it's a latch and a key. Mm-hmm. So I feel like today I'm I'm using a house as as a as an analogy for everything. So, yeah. so let's start with the outside of the house. You have your doorknob. And sometimes you have a set of um keys on a keychain. Mm-hmm. Some of them will not even fit. Some of them will fit, but only one will fit and turn and open the door. Mm-hmm. So a properly working hormone with um the receptors working properly is you put the key in and you mm-hmm. turn it and it works. So it produces just the right of amount, amount of hormone, whether it's um, thyroid or, or other things. Mm-hmm. But the endocrine disruptors, they are the key that fit in the receptor, but they don't turn it. So they don't make it work. Mm-hmm. So what happens is the hormone ends up really either, underproduced or overproduced because it doesn't have the proper um the proper key that activates mm-hmm. it and that's where all the toxins and endocrine disruptors really affect our health not just our fertility but a lot of things as well um i think a lot of people think that i'm crazy because um eliminating those like household products um mm-hmm. and like the soaps and the um, perfumes and stuff like that, because they're like, well, you've been using it, you know, your whole life. Um, so what difference does it make? Do you have anything to elaborate on that when people say that? Like, how's that going to change how things are for you now? If it's cancer causing, uh, you know, elements or, you know, something like this, like, how is it going to help you now? Like, how does that benefit you now or for your future? Have you ever heard that? People say that to you. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's actually a study called, um, it's called the Hermosa study. And if I remember it correctly, they tested the urine of 30 teenage women Mm -hmm. or teenage girls. And they picked teenage girls because they are, they're the population that uses a lot of products. They like to put makeup. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, perfumes and all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff on their bodies. Um, so they had them switch to products that are, that don't have the BPA, that don't mm-hmm. have parabens, that don't have phthalates. And so just a week. Mm-hmm. And then they tested the urine again after a week and the levels went down. Mm. So certain toxins, um, they're easy to, to eliminate. You just switch from non-containing um, products that don't contain them 
mm-hmm. and then um, then you eliminate them from your body. Mm-hmm. The others, um, they leach on, they they attach to your bones. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if you've heard about mer- about fillers. A lot of people are actually getting them removed. And no, I have not heard about that. Oh, yeah, because and then they have to be removed a specific way. It's not just like taking them out. Yeah, because if you just take them out, you actually disturb them. Uh huh. And then they spread more. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So yeah, there's a specific way. Um. Yeah. Some 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 people are like, no, I'm tired of not feeling good. I'm gonna get like all the metals and whatever that's been implanted. You know, that's been like put inside me a long time ago, and I'm getting them replaced by healthier. Yeah. Healthier alternatives. I love so, that. Yeah. So- how did this affect like your journey? So like, did you start taking these things out of your body? When did you end up getting mm-hmm. pregnant? I did. I started with my personal care products. I started um, looking for um, lotions that are, that don't have BPA and phthalate and parabens. Mm-hmm. And it took a lot of um, trial and error because I mean, not everything is the same. Yes to find what really works for you. Um, and after that, I just became more conscious about everything. So I started with the lotion and then I started swapping out um, the plastic containers. Mm. Um, and then the laundry soap, um, mm-hmm. everything else. I'm just more mindful or I became mindful starting back then of looking at the products that I that I, um, that I use for myself and my family. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can, if I can find something that's fragrance free, good. If I can find something that's BPA or paraben free, and if mm-hmm. it works, then I'll stick with it. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I mean, we don't live in silos. We live in environment where, I mean, for convenience sake. So I'm not like entirely. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like when, when it matters and the most products that I use myself, I've made a swap. Mm-hmm. So that was the fir- with the starting with the first pregnancy. And I feel like the first pregnancy, there was a lot more changes that I did, but mm-hmm. I, I definitely noticed a difference once I started switching the products. I, I just, I had more energy. And because of that, then I started, um, I was more motivated and more energized to make mm-hmm. further changes. And it's so interesting because I think so much of whenever we think about, oh, we don't have energy. I'm so tired. It must be like diet or, you know, something's wrong with me. Nobody ever thinks about the environmental things around you and the Mm -hmm. things that you use every day and your laundry detergent and stuff like that. And it's easy too. Um, So in my, um, in my program, that's how I start with Mm -hmm. people because it's a quick win. Mm -hmm. The first week we just look at all the products that they use because mm-hmm. once you've made the swap then you don't have to do anything mm-hmm. you just stick with it yeah and then you'll you'll start feeling better when it's different for everyone mm-hmm. and like something i want to share too is um sometimes i do miss the good smelling the good yeah. smelling lotion yes and i'm like oh i'll use this today oh and then i'll use it you know the, the following day and i feel like um my my energy levels change really 
So wow. yeah, and I just I just noticed it because now I've been like using really clean products. Yeah. And when I go back to to the old chemical filled ones, mm-hmm. my body just like gives me an alert that hey, what are you doing? Yes, yes. Um, um I have slowly uh switched most of I would say I'm probably about 75% switched over um, as far as like things that you put on your body, like detergents and lotions and shampoos and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are when they get into this, um, as far as switching products, they're like, oh, I got to do it all at once. And I feel like it's not the case. You can slowly, you know, like once you run out, once I ran out of dish soap, I switched over or mm-hmm. once I ran out of like toothpaste, I switched over to that. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, I'm finding those products that actually work for you is a whole other thing, you know, because um, mm-hmm. there's so many out there. Um, yes. And I can't tell you how many different deodorants I've tried, yes. like literally 20, probably, <laughs> uh-huh. because they are not the same as regular deodorants. And I'm, you know, I'm an athlete. I work out. I sweat. So, I mean, I have to have something, you know, that keeps it all, you know, fresh and everything. And so that's always, that's been a huge obstacle for me. Yes. But yeah. So then once you start with those products and then you move on to, to nutrition, mm-hmm. so like start in your bathroom and then you move on to the kitchen. Then you start looking at the containers where you put your food, where you heat it up. Mm-hmm. Even to your chopping board, is it plastic? Because even though you're not um, seeing the little plastic in your food, it's there. Yes. <laughs> so, like you know, if you even if you notice a chopping board that's um, made of a sp- certain kind of plastic, or let's just say not wood, after you chop so much, you see the little yes on them. So, if you think about it, where like the plastic that's that's removed from that produce those dents. Where are they now? They're in mm-hmm. your food that you just cut on. It. Mm-hmm. Never thought about that. Yeah, that is interesting. And then, um, yeah, there's there's like there's easier changes, and like you said, you don't have to do it all at once. You, you know, just one at a time. And once you like switch, then it's a one and done. Then mm-hmm. you can concentrate on everything else. Another tip is. So you swap your BPA or your plastic containers with um, with glass. And then we had talked about the chopping board. Um, so then food. Um, if you go to, there's a website, Environmental Working Group, um, ewg.org. Mm-hmm. You're, you can find a list of, um, I'm sure you've heard the, the Dirty Dozen. Yes, yep. Yeah. So people are saying, well, you know, I can't eat organic because it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Well, if you look at the list of the dirty dozen, then it gives you a hierarchy of um, yes. what you concentrate on. If you're going, if you're choosing between blueberry versus versus um, banana, which mm-hmm. one is organic that you should pick, mm-hmm. just spend your money on organic blueberries because you eat the skin. Yes. Yes. Um, for the banana, you peel it off, most likely and there's less toxins. So it just gives you, it, it makes what people better aware or better consumers. Um, so then you put, you use your money wisely and yes. then you're healthy coming out of it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people 
um, I think struggle with the difference between organic and not. And it's hard to like explain. I know my mom, for instance, she's always like, well, this is organic. And I'm like, well, you know, I know because it's always a money thing. And um, so that is interesting that you bring that up about the the skin thing, because there is like a lot of things um, like zucchini, squash, apples. A lot of times I eat the skin on those. So those are things that I do go organic on or grapes. You know, I always go organic on grapes. Um, so that is interesting that you brought that up. It's a good tip. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I have all these different, <laughs> yes. just, just making the changes. Um, I was going to say something else about, yeah, so we had talked about the containers, the food. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then in, earlier you had asked about, is it worth, you know, if people ask, is it worth making the change now? Is, is it mm-hmm. too late? Um, yeah, it's not too late because there are some chemicals that, once you make the swap, it takes like a week for the levels to go down and it affects your system on a cumulative level. Mm-hmm. So the more you put in your body, the more tax it becomes. And you may not even notice it until later on. So yeah, it really will be, it will behoove you to make small changes. It, it does make a difference. And not just for you, you know, you think about the planet mm-hmm. and the your kids, your kids' health. And the state of the planet that you're going to leave your kids with. Right. That's so true. The future. Because I think a lot of people think about that. They're like, well, now I don't really care. Like, I'm this far in, you know. Um, but yes, the kids, that's a big deal. They have a lot of life to live. Yes. One thing that I haven't gotten into yet, as far as like switching my things over, is the kitchen. I feel like that's a huge obstacle for me because so much plastic is in there. I've gradually, but I have not even reached, touched the surface of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it is so much stuff, so much mm-hmm. plastic. Yeah, it's a lot. So I'll get there eventually, but I have switched yeah. most of my products that I put on my skin and stuff in our environment and stuff. Um, yeah. So just to get that one. back down. Go ahead. Pick, pick one thing in the kitchen that you want to change. Pick one yeah. every week and then. That's a good idea. I would say definitely our like Tupperware and stuff is a big one, which I have recently gotten some glass stuff and I've been trying to use the glass stuff, but I use so much of it. Um, just meal prepping and stuff. So it's just a lot. Big investment too. <laughs> yeah. As far as financially. Yeah, I feel like and there's more and more things because a lot more people and companies are becoming more environmentally aware. Mm-hmm. Um, before, it used to be really hard to find um, metal straws or straws other than plastic. Yes, yes. But now it's there's metal straws everywhere. Yeah. And you can like even bring your straws. So yeah, it's really becoming easier now. And, and you know, straws are really convenient. We use them for everything. We use them for kids' projects. Yes. Plastic ones. Yeah. But my my sons and I, we found, or we watched this um, video of a turtle. It's so sad. Oh. The turtle, um, there was something inside the turtle's nose. And a bunch of scuba divers found a turtle and they found something on its nose that they were trying to help it. And so they had this pair of pliers uh-huh. and they kept trying to pull it out. And it was like a three minute video. And it's one of those videos that you get really entangled with that you're like yes. oh, you're gonna pull it now yes. they're about to and then bam 
Yeah. They couldn't. And I'm like, oh, come on, just try it again. So you really watch it until yeah. the end. Yeah. And so that this little head of the turtle, once they pulled out what's in its nose, it's like a foot long oh. straw that's lodged in its nose. And that's you so only sad. I know and you only see like you only see maybe a centimeter of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So just imagine like how far it got lodged in its nose and how much pain it's in. So ever since then, we just, we never use plastic straws. And even when we're at restaurants, we get offered plastic straws. We're like, nope, thanks. We'll save the turtle. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. Save the turtles. So tell us about your business and your program and stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, I, because of my struggle with infertility, Mm-hmm. and getting over it and the changes that I've made and just knowing how alone I was just trying to piece everything together and hoping I can get on the right path and do the right thing. Um, now as a nurse practitioner, I want to give back, giving mm-hmm. back as a health coach online, mm-hmm. um, helping women, trying to, or struggling with infertility and not just struggling with infertility, just every woman who wants to do an overall or or an overhaul of their Mm -hmm. health, whether they, you know, they're fatigued and they want more energy, they want to be more active or they're getting their bodies ready. Mm -hmm. So I do do health coaching. Um, and I have a six week program that we start with the basics. The first one, the first week is we had talked about to eliminate toxins Mm. and then kind of every week we tackle a different topic. I love that. Yep. And it's, and it's a good program because it's not, it's designed not to be overwhelming. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Women are generally busy because we're all go-getters and we want to do a lot of things. Right. Because of that, we tend to neglect our health. Yes. Agree. Yes. So we start with the easy one and then every week we tackle something different. And then my, my goal is that my clients build on everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you know, they get to where they want to be. And if, if it's not enough, then we can do some more. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Um, what is the name of your, of the company? So it's, it's Blue Veil Wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, dot com. Okay. And actually I have, um, I have a quiz. Oh, um, cool. For, yeah. Um, it's, it's a, it's a bit.ly link. Um, so it's bit dot L Y mm-hmm. so forward slash ready for baby quiz. Love that. Yeah. If you want to just send that to me and I, um, link later, I'll put it in the show notes. Uh-huh for everybody so that they can just click on it from there. That'd be good. Yeah. And then actually for starters too, I, I actually have, um, it's a 52 week, week, um, ebook that people can purchase. It's for a low price, but what it does, it's since it's 52 weeks. So every week you get your homework to, um, to start eliminating the toxins and start making changes. Oh, that is super cool. That yeah, is so I cool. Get, 
yeah, my goal is not to overwhelm because yes. I mean, like even now talking about it, you're like, oh, I can't even go to my kitchen. Yes, but- exactly. That's how most people <laughs> feel too, I'm sure. You know, like if you think of starting from scratch, it's like, oh my gosh. So 52 yeah. weeks would be awesome. Exactly. Because we didn't get there, you know, in a day. So oh, no. let's let's give ourselves grace and start with one change, one at a time. So one a week. Yes. And I'll send you the link for that as well. Yes. Awesome. Um, do you have an Instagram? I'll also Lee, tell us what your um, website is, the actual link to your website. So it's just www.bluevalewellness.com. Okay. And then I am on Instagram. Um, it's Bluevale Wellness. I'm not there that often, but you can reach me there. Um, social social media is not my... my oh, okay. <laughs> my do you have any Facebook, Facebook groups or anything like that? Facebook pages? Um, I do have a Facebook page, Bluevale Wellness, and I have um, a private Facebook group. So if you um, either, if you do the quiz, you'll get on my email list and then I'll, I'll invite you to my um, Facebook group, to my Facebook group. Cool. Perfect. Oh, and then I actually have another one. It's um, fertilityboostingfoods.com. Oh, awesome. I love that. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add that we have not covered? Um, I feel like we, there's, there's a lot more to say a lot. Oh, I'm sure (laughs) there's so much more. I'm sure we have just like scraped Uh the top of it. So I cannot even imagine. Yeah. I do want to thank you for inviting me. Um, I think you and I have the same goal in helping women get healthy. Definitely. I have one question really quick before we get off Um, there. It's something that I just ask all of my um, guests this season. Um, What what does wellness mean to you? So for me, wellness, it's not just about eating healthy or exercising or feeling energetic. It's it's the whole person. Mm -hmm. If you're confident in yourself. you have emotional and mental balance. Everything else will will come. Mm-hmm. It's like people can teach you how to eat, how to clean, and all these routines. But if in your mind you have something else happening, and that you're not able to concentrate on what you really want, and you don't even know what you want, mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to work. Yes. Yes. So true. It's, it's funny because I, I feel like most of my um, guests that I've had on, I feel like all of our answers are similar in some way. And I love that. It's just cool to see um, how wellness um, attaches to what they do and what they love to do for people to themselves. I love that. But anyways, thank you so much. You've been an excellent guest. I love this. Um, Toxins. Yes. Huge. I think this is awesome of what you're educating people on. And hopefully you'll um, have some people reaching out to you. Yep. I would love to um, spread the word and help people. And let's make ourselves and the planet a healthier place to be. Hey everyone, I just wanted to pop back in and tell you thank you for listening to this episode. If there is anyone in your life that you think might want to hear this episode, please feel free to share it with them. It will only help my podcast grow. If you could also go and hit the subscribe button, 
you will get notified every single time a new episode is released. Also, if you'd like to go rate and review if you like the podcast, please feel free to do that and shoot me a message if you do, maybe like a screenshot, and I will send you a small token of my appreciation in return. You can connect with me on Instagram at Thrive and Shine underscore wellness. I also have a Facebook page called Thrive and Shine Wellness. I have a Facebook healthy lifestyle group as well, and the name of that is Thrive and Shine Wellness Healthy Lifestyle Group. I also have a website. It is www.thriveandshinewellness.org. And if you need to reach me, you can either send me a message through social media or you can email me at info at thriveandshinewellness.org. 